who cut off their husband's foot and put it in the trunk and drove to <laughs> yeah. the racetrack. Have you ever wondered what your favorite social media personalities think about going viral, their followers, or being considered an influencer? Wonder no more. Abby, Jean, and Nate welcome popular influencers to chat about all things social media, what real life is like, and more. Let's take a peek behind the upload. And now, Abby, Jean, and my favorite ginger, Nate. Happy New Year, everyone. Welcome back to The Influence. Happy 2022. Gosh, cool. We made it. New Year, but it's also <laughs> like... Oh. Terrified. Again, yeah. here we go. Here we Help go. Me. Mm-hmm. I saw a thing on Instagram yesterday that was like, it's not like you don't say it 2022. You say it 2022. And I was yeah. like, okay, already being corrected. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Because they're yeah. saying it's like 2020 also. Also. Like yeah, the, two the sequel. T-O-O. Yeah. Yeah. Which is scary and terrifying. terrifying. And we are still in the thick of it. So everyone be safe, please. I actually just scheduled my booster shot. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. It feels like it's not real though. Like last time I checked, it was 2019. Yeah. Confusing. A hundred percent. My dad always said like, the older you get, the faster the years go. And I never like, it never registered with me or like thought about it, but a hundred percent. A hundred percent. 20 to 30 was 35 years. And then 30 to 40 is going to be like a year and a half. Trust me. It is. I'm coming up on it. My friend, I turned 40 in five months and I will say, so my 20 year class reunion got canceled because it was 2020 (laughs) and it was the summer, like right in the midst of the pandemic. And I was just like, are you kidding me? 20 years? What? And now I'm about to turn 40 and it's, it's a hundred percent true. The last decade has gone like that. No, thank you. (laughs) I saw that TikTok video where it's like, if you're in your mid thirties and you're feeling down about not being married or not having kids, statistically speaking, like be happy because you've avoided your first divorce. (laughs) And that could sound dramatic or negative, but I mean, with 50% divorce rate, it's true. And I think it's crazy. Like how, cause I remember thinking like in the middle of the first wave of COVID, like they were saying like couples aren't making it through this. And I didn't realize that like they act like actually though, couples were like, oh, and it's interesting because normal, I mean, before COVID, like I I think majority of the people like went to work and then when people started just being at home, I don't know. I think it's crazy. I actually don't like spending time with you. (laughs) Yeah. It was like, you either were like, humping every day and had pandemic babies or got divorced time. Ooh, you're actually in my personal space. And I actually don't really like you that much. Yeah. Yeah. Which is alarming to me. As a longtime bachelor though, I will say that the pandemic like softened my heart a little bit. Like I want a partner. I want someone to like hunker down with from a different perspective. That's kind of how your heart mm -hmm, it did a little bit. I think I get what you're saying too. Like I saw someone who I hadn't seen in a really long time and I 
it was like, I don't even know how to describe this. I had seen someone I hadn't seen in a long time and there was no way for me to know if she was okay. Mm. So it was like this flood of emotion of like, it was that moment and she like ran in and she hugged me and I like hadn't been hugged in months. And I had like a weird physical reaction to it. Like I just like crumbled into a ball and I was like, oh dear, like interesting something to say about like physical touch and yeah i don't know it'd been a long time since i had hugged anybody same in like a way where they like no questions asked just like went in for a hug because you know it was like i remember when i like met somebody and i went to shake their hand and they were like we're we're not doing that (laughs) oh my god that's right actually we're not doing that anymore actually um no touching and i was like oh my god i'm just like i don't know so that like awkwardness but I saw I to hear that. I saw a TikTok recently about that same thing. Like this guy said that the thing that he missed the most over the last couple of years was hugging people. Yes. Like he's a total hugger. And like this is kind of funny. And in a good segue, he made like a song about it almost in like <laughs> parody style, which yeah. funny that we're talking to parody mom today, but he did it in like this almost like ballad style song (laughs) about how much he missed hugging people. And I just, it like made me emotional kind of, I related to it so much. Well, and like you said, great segue because Parody Mom kind of started doing that in the beginning of the pandemic to to keep people's spirits up. Right. And that's why her name is Parody Mom. (laughs) What would be your go-to like rap or like parody song? Hit Mike Jones up on the low, cause Mike Jones about to pop. Two eight one three three zero eight zero zero four. I have such a funny video on my drafts, and I'm so scared it's gonna flop because everyone's gonna be like, "Who is that?" Um, Mike who? Mike who? That's yeah. the song. It goes, "Who Mike Jones? <laughs> who Mike Jones?" <laughs> Just little old Vermont girls <laughs> nailed it. So funny. Oh God. Who Mike Jones? Who? What would be your song? Well, I pride myself on the TLC Waterfalls um, Do you know left the eye thing? rap yeah. portion. Yeah. Like as soon as that song came out, I had the cassette. I learned it immediately and it's just never left my brain. So I think I would probably parody the rap portion of that. I love that. <laughs> I love that. And of course you do. That's another category yeah. of human, the people who know that rap song. Yeah. I have Did this you... weird like thing. Once I learn lyrics to a song, they never leave. So I know you told me that. And I was like, yeah, that's a talent right there. I could never apply it to anything useful though. Like st- no. studying no. or like an exam, not interested in that, but song lyrics, I got you. Well, I'm going to ask Natalie, maybe if I can duet with her or yes. if she'll do uh, waterfalls <laughs> with me. <laughs> yes. She's had a year and we've got a lot to talk about, but you know, it's always, I just feel like her delivery is always just spot on and what she's going through, even though I don't have a similar situation or, you know, she delivers it in a way that's, that's relatable. I love her content. And I feel like she's one of those people who's just like, so smart. Like she's so intelligent that I can't imagine battling her in anything. Right. Because I, she would just come with all the facts and then be like, right. do you have anything to say? No. Okay. <laughs> nope. <laughs> and I would be like, I'll be over here. Thank you, mom, mommy. 
mom, mom, mommy. Yeah. Like, are you on like dishwasher, like cleaning your filter on yeah. the dishwasher? Yeah. Okay. I thought I was going to be like a genius. And cause, oh, so she duetted that. And she was yeah. like, also be careful of like, don't run your dishwasher without putting the filter back in because food will get stuck and it'll like really ruin your tank or whatever. Yeah. Great tip. So I thought I was being like super smart. And I was like, honey, do you know that we have to clean the filter in our dishwasher? And I went <laughs> and looked at the filter in our dishwasher and it's brand new sparkly clean. So he, he had been like, cleaning it. Every month. Oh, damn it. It's weird how like people just know some stuff. How do you know that? Right. How do you know that? But she was like in the business. So she yeah, like, right, knows right. all this stuff. But I'm like, it's, it's wild. But then again, that's how TikTok works. Like we would have never known that, that she was in that field if that right. video hadn't come up on like what? Yeah. It's so funny. And she's also like sharing about her wild and crazy year and being really transparent with us about women's health, which I think is super amazing. Yeah. And probably really scary to do. So I'm I'm anxious to see how yeah. that's how that's been for her. There has to be that like day where you make the decision whether yeah, talk about it or not. Yeah. You put it out there. <laughs> yeah. You know, you have this platform that you've built on other content and other ideas and do you bring in more people and and use it for knowledge and educating people on the topic or do you risk alienating people that didn't yeah. follow you for a serious side of things but i think that you know once you have that following and when people do share stuff like that it it just kind of like you know binds your community even more she's a super intelligent woman i know it and i'm here for it here for it. Should we quiz her? Should Let's we quiz her? Draw on? something up real quick. I'm fairly confident that she'd probably nail it. I know. I know. We should ask her about a super <laughs> random thing. <laughs> oh, I know. When were Pop Tarts invented? Good one. Because I, I know that. How? Guess. I'd say 1931. No. I thought you were going to get it. That scared me for a second. <laughs> Later or earlier? Later. 1959. Close. 1964. Okay. My point was, again, a video that I have not been able to post today was <laughs> I made a Pop-Tart and then I looked up when were these invented and it was very annoyed that they were invented in 1964. And here we are, however many years later, and they still haven't just frosted the whole top. Just frosted oh, the it The worst. Literally, it's the worst. And I don't understand it. Like because, I've been mad at Dunkaroos for six months. Now I have to be yeah. mad at them. And you know that they can, because sometimes when yes. the frosting is like off center, it will be all the way to the corner and you're yeah. just like, and it's do it better. to the whole damn thing. Right. Just cover the top. It makes that no dry. Sense there's nothing worse than that dry it's corner. Disgusting. Ugh. But it was funny because honey and I had never had pop tarts together until like a few months ago. And he like took it out of the toaster and immediately buttered it. Exactly. And I was, and I just looked at him and I was like, what are you doing? And he was like, what do you mean? And it's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah. Go butter this, your <laughs> pop tart. <laughs> go butter your what? pop tart. The frosted it's, side or the dry side? No, the dry side. Okay. That's better at least. And it makes it better, but really? I'm still pissed. Just dip the whole front of it in frosting. It does. It's so stupid. Wow. I'm very passionate about this. 
You're willing to die on that hill? Yeah. Okay. Take me down with the Pop-Tarts and the Dunkaroos. Y'all should follow us on Instagram and let us know. <laughs> How pissed you are too. Yeah. I'm going to create a <laughs> poll today on the day that this episode comes out. Yes. Tell us whether or not you butter the dry the side of your Pop-Tarts. The disgusting dry side of your Pop-Tart. <laughs> Pop-Tart talk. With Pop-Tart, TikTok. Well, I'd love to continue our Pop-Tart talk all, all day. We've got a job to do. Let's take a peek behind the upload with Natalie, also known as Parody Mom. Let's kick it. Let's kick it. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It's also the easiest way to distribute your podcast to platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google, and many more. The best part about Anchor, it's all free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Say it all with Anchor. Well, hi, my name's Natalie. People on the internet know me as Parody Mom. So it actually started when, when COVID first hit and everyone was locked down March of 2020. I was bored. And I one of the things that I do when I'm bored is I rewrite song lyrics to make them funny. <laughs> and, you know parody. And I was doing it just on Facebook, just for my family, just for my family and friends. Um, every couple of days I would go into my closet, like literally in my closet with my Android phone (laughs) and my, (laughs) and my husband's other Android phone. And I'm on YouTube and I'm playing the, um, karaoke version, you know, music from YouTube. And I'm singing the lyrics that I wrote audio quality was garbage. Video (laughs) quality was garbage, but the humor was there. And so I was having fun with that. Um, My son kept sending me TikToks. And then one of my nieces, she's in her twenties. She sent me Christine snaps, TikTok of her putting the bun in her hair. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And she's like, aunt Natalie, this is you. Like if you put your stuff out there, this would be you. And I was like, well, that person is like 20 something years old. And it's harder for me to justify as a, at that time, 39 year old woman. Um, But I was like, you know what? There are no rules with um, quarantine. And I feel like everyone has just sort of opened the gateway to their, their weirdness. And it just felt very freeing. And so I started just sharing silly little things about my husband in the backyard And then the first viral video, um, I was cleaning up, you know, putting laundry away. And I found in his t-shirt drawer underneath all of his shirts, I was cleaning them out and like refolding everything and putting it back. That's how bored I was. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) underneath all of his t-shirts, I saw this purple fabric and I was like, he doesn't wear purple. What's that? And I pull it out. It was my tank top that I'd been looking for that he (laughs) hated he was very clear whenever I would wear it. He goes, you look like a linebacker. You are not a linebacker, but the cut of the shirt, he goes, you look like a freight train. Please stop wearing that. It bothers me. And then he hid it from me. And I made a video going, he hid it. 
well, watch this. And so I put it on and I came into this office where he was working. <laughs> I recorded his reaction. I was like, um, did you really hide this? And he's like, all the swear words, all the swear words came out of him. And it was at that point he said, I knew I should have burned it. And I was like, what? And all it is is just a rainbow and it says good vibes. That's oh, so I know exactly funny. what tank top you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it was that sparked a feud. Well, first of all, a lot of the views, I think, thought that it was going to be like an intro into messy talk where it was like some other lady's shirt. Oh, right, right. Um, oh, but that's good. You got the hook at the beginning. I got yeah. the hook. And yeah. I was like, hmm, there's a science. Yes. And then at the end, when he's, you know, oh, I should have burned it and I'm videoing him. That was back when he still wanted to be in a video and it didn't bother him. Um, he was wearing a Baywatch tank top. <laughs> Come on. So just the hypocrisy right. yes. had everyone cracking up. And it was, the comment section was so divided. You were either team Baywatch or team good <laughs> vibes. <laughs> and so then I ordered like three more of those tank tops. And yeah. I wore a good vibes tank every day, every day for almost three weeks. <laughs> um, and I recorded myself and everything that I did. I was like, oh, we're at the doctor's office now. Look at me and I'm in my good vibes shirt. And, As you should have. Yeah. And it just got silly and silly. I set up a PO box and people were sending me good vibes stuff. Um, <clears throat> I turned one of the shirts that didn't fit appropriately um, into artwork that's in my bathroom. And I recorded his reaction when he went in. <laughs> oh my God. Um, again, more swear words. And I was like, do you like it? He's like, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it kicked off. And that, I mean, even with getting millions of views on that video, it was funny because then you just end up with you know, about 30,000 followers. And at that point in time, you're like, oh my gosh, that's right. insane. Yeah. And then it just kept going. And at that point, about every other month or so, I was getting something that was taking off. And then around Christmas of 2020, I sort of changed direction where it, I was just being a lot more candid and realized that I have stories to share, but also um, my take on everyday life, I thought was totally normal. And I, I get a lot of agreement from followers as well in the comment section. I love reading those, but it's a lot of, oh, I never thought of it that way. I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. I have, I have things to say. <laughs> yeah. You better look out. Um, and then they just started popping off and it's millions of views on, you know, a video here and there, like every other week. And I kind of laugh when I see videos like how to go viral. You can't, there yeah, is no. zero prediction. There is no formula oh. unless you're naked. <laughs> right. Which, eh, I'm not past it. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, nice. <laughs> nothing but the glasses. That's yeah. <laughs> I love to see had and hear year. the laughter from you. Yes, you've had a year. And I think if you could pull one positive from it, it would be to share your story and to help other people. And I am just sort of in awe of the strength that you show. And I know to you, it maybe didn't feel like strength on some days, but it certainly came across in that way. So I think a lot of people probably look to you for some support. And, and you know, I, I spent some time in your comment section and I, I really saw some of that come through from your followers. So can you kind of walk us through the last year? 
Sure. So I guess it all happened April's when it started. I noticed something with myself and then I got my diagnosis, which in itself was not a great experience being misdiagnosed as a sexually transmitted disease, telling them that doesn't, that's doesn't fit my life story. Um, and they said, well, you should talk to your husband. Wow. <gasps> that was awful. Wow. And to have to wait a week and then get just a phone call diagnosis to say, Hey, good news. Um, it's not genital warts, but bad news. It's cancer. Here's an oncologist and good luck to you. And I'm just like, Oh what? my God. <laughs> What? what? And then, no. you know, it was like a out of body experience, movie, movie scene. I'm just standing there and the, the other end of the phone goes dead. And I'm just like holding this phone and just in shock. And my husband walks up. He said, what is it? He could see it in my face. And I just lost it. And all I could say was cancer. And he just grabbed me and we stayed that way for quite a while. And then I had to figure out how to, how to tell people when to tell people who to tell. Yeah. And that's really stressful. Um, my son was in his junior year of track and field competition. He's a nationally ranked javelin thrower and it was coming up to the state championships and I didn't want to put anything in his head. So we're like, we're going to keep this from him for now. And then after all of that, I was able to sit down and have a conversation with him. And it was one of the sweetest moments because then I really, truly remembered that he's a kid and he, I have probably maybe not given the right talks <laughs> because he said, Oh no, said, oh no, I can't wait. He said, is, is this hereditary? Is this something oh. I should worry about? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, bless him. If it is, we need to have a different talk. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I asked him because I'm very clear with my husband and son um, that I won't share things online that make them uncomfortable. I'm allowed to have opinions that are different than theirs, and that's fine. But if it's something that involves our life as a family and, and those kinds of private aspects, I ask their permission first. And I knew that a lot of his friends kind of follow me. And, and I was like, I'm going to share this online because I need to be able to talk about it if I need to. I don't want to be obligated to, but I need to have that outlet because I can't pretend to just be, you know, right. Yeah. Goofy. And then I shared um, a video in a very silly way and asked for jokes because that's what I wanted. That's what I needed. I didn't need anyone to give me medical advice. And man, you know, the internet is a really cool place sometimes. And everyone yeah. came through the jokes were like <laughs> chef's kiss. Oh yeah. Um, you know, don't forget to tip your gynecologist. They're in the cervix industry. Oh, <laughs> yes. is that a, is it a pillow? It is a pillow. Oh. Her uh -huh. name, is, her name is Carol. Carol. I she also it. has a Booty howl. <laughs> she has a starfish on the back of her. That? Um, a follower sent that to me from a company called iHeart Guts, and they oh. have all of the human organs available as pillow people. I love it. That's amazing. And yeah, it's she's my comfort animal. Yeah, your cooter pillow. 
Yeah, it's my serve my my service cooter. I love it. <laughs> She's my emotional um, support cooter. Support cooter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a tough time, I know that I lean on laughter, and I think that I've curated this group of people who are like minded and appreciated it. And um, then out of the, I mean, because millions of people saw that video, I think the best thing that happened wasn't that I was able to get some sort of humor and release. It was that women went and got checked that were putting it off um, or didn't know or thought it was something else and they were embarrassed. And the, those conversations that I've kept private, obviously, those conversations have meant more to me than any, uh, any of the rest of it. Well, I just got a message last week from someone who was visiting her mom for the holidays and her mom mentioned something was going on and she remembered my videos and asked her mom those questions, got her mom into the doctor and it's stage three. So her mom wouldn't have gone if she didn't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. And I, I think it's so scary to put your life out on the internet, especially with really really personal things like that. But just what you said, I mean, um, I'm 31. I don't have sisters. So I look to people like you who can guide me and open up that conversation on this platform that I feel a little bit more comfortable on in these communities. Um, I also loved your video when you, you stood up for your friend, Heather, and you did it in an absolutely eloquent perfect way where you got your point across, you use facts. And to me, I just wanted to say thank you because you are making this community a comfy place to be. And um, I think that's so beautiful that you're using your platform for something like this. And it's definitely a place where I feel comfortable and I feel that I can ask questions to you, to Heather, the Cooter commenters. And so I think that's really amazing <laughs> if you're using your platform for something that's so amazing. The Cooter Crusade. Yes. They're no joke. I'm a firm believer too that everything happens as it should and when it should. And it just seems that like you were able to create this platform just prior to this huge life-changing event and then turn it and use it to help others and to bring awareness. And we're big fans. So thanks for that. Big fans. Well, that's really nice, even though it makes me mildly uncomfortable in my bathroom places, Nate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, we're done. That's that was easy now, right? <laughs> I appreciate that. That's yeah. um, incredibly thoughtful. It's weird to hear so many nice comments. You work on not being weird about it, but it's weird. Just, it is weird. Yeah. It's like yeah. that that's a fact. <laughs> that's kind of I mean, going back going to that point, the weird thing. So, you know, you get good things, you get bad things on social media. It's a weird thing where you know you're one day you're just you're just you you're just natalie and then you have all of these followers and fans and what has that been like all half a million of them can't be <laughs> yeah. can't be admirers of you i'm sure well you know what's strange and i was just talking to my husband about this the other day um i see a lot of creators who are constantly having to defend themselves because there are just, you know, haters coming left and right. And during our good vibes feud, there were a few inappropriate 
things that people said and I shut them down in my very specific calm mom. I'm going mm-hmm. to read you factual <laughs> way. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and I never wanted to be that person who was just like constantly battling with the ne- the negativity or acknowledging that they exist, unless it is something incredibly egregious, then I will. But I think maybe I set the tone early, or maybe I just have a constant mom face that mm-hmm. is not to be messed with. I don't get a lot, honestly. Um, I don't get a whole lot of that's great negativity, but I am incredibly fortunate. And I believe that it's because even though I have 525,000 followers, that's amazing for someone who has it, who is as inconsistent <laughs> as me <laughs> to have, um, that kind of a following is great, but I think that it's all been pretty organic, even though there have been viral videos, I haven't, you know, had a viral video and then, you know, all of a sudden had a hundred thousand new followers. That isn't how it worked for me. Yeah. Um, I know that's how it's worked for quite a few people. Um, part of me is wondering what's so wrong with me. But then on other days, I'm like, I'm yeah. pretty glad that yeah. I didn't wake up to a million overnight because yes. w- the pressure that comes with that, the negativity that comes with that, you got to yeah. organically grow. Otherwise you're going to make a lot of mistakes in front of a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. That's I think that's a so good scary. point. Cause we've yeah. talked to some people who have grown 400,000 in three days no. and it's just become too overwhelming for them to even look at any comments. And I like the idea, you know, that you're able to keep it a community, you know, what it started out being for you to begin with, unless you were someone who joined this app and you're like, I'm going to get millions and it's going to be my job. Not a lot of us started out that way. It was just uh, for fun and it's sort of grown into something else organically but uh, I like that I still have a community. I recognize people's usernames. Yeah. I know their stories. You know, I'm able to send them a message, you know, checking up on their daughter or, you know, their dog that passed away or whatever it is. I hope that even if it grows to millions, that it still stays mm-hmm. that way. I'll try to keep it that way. A tight knit million. I think you can do it. <laughs> Me and my 999,000 friends. Well, oh, apparently... I've seen a lot of creators who are just going on and saying, Hey, I'd like a million, please. Have you think... gotten any other nonsense violations? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I had a video removed a while back when I was defending my friend, Dan, because he just gets the worst comments because he's a, I don't know, a gay man that's breathing. Right. We should all just be offended as it is at right. his existence. Ugh. I told that man who made those comments and I say man very loosely mm. loosely loosely like your wife nope <laughs> <laughs> that was taken down like 20 minutes after I put it up but that, yeah. that's what you get for like having someone's name because I'm yeah. not a chicken I'm not gonna be you know obscure about it and be like you <laughs> yeah yeah you are the problem you said this I don't like you I think that's why you don't get a lot of hate because yeah. you do People that. Know. People know. And they know you're going to come with facts. That's the wonderful joy of having spent a majority of my life as the devil's advocate. It started out as just making sure that my husband wasn't um, presenting himself in a stupid way in a public setting. <laughs> like if this is going to be your, I was like, if this is going to be your opinion, 
but you need to know what the possible rebuttals yeah. are to everything. You always have to know that side and that side and this side and that side of every argument or you're going to lose. And yeah. look like a dumbass doing it too. I know. Yeah. Stop yeah. being so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and it's helped me to research everything. So even if I have a strong opinion and I believe in my heart that I'm right, I will research and research and research just to make sure my facts are there. And I go, okay, time for class. Let me tell you something. <laughs> yeah. But that's essentially the smartest way to do it. Yeah. It cracks me up. If any, <clears throat> if anyone is super fast to respond to something, I'm like, give me yeah. some time. I, I would have been on your side, except for those nine typos. All right. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So my theory that TikTok could possibly come out with at least the knowing who's watched it, not just who's liked it, is something that probably not uh, far off that the computer nerds can figure out. Yeah. I tend to get thrown into these holes of shit that I am not interested in too. Like it's a for you page yeah. for a reason. You can really curate your own your own content and what it's showing you. What are these said holes? So, well, <laughs> well let me preface this with like uh, Nate sends me videos and I always respond, "Where the fuck are you? <laughs> Where are you?" And I'm like, no. I'm over here, like pulling up a recipe and kittens and he sends me and then I go into the deep darkness with him. Yeah. Well, a lot of it like is just drag stuff that I send you, which makes sense. And like, no, but there's that, been like weird stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. weird things. Okay. There like, are scales of weird. There's two like, girls, one cup weird. No, no. And oh, then there's like, I'll never forget that. I have yeah. a pet beetle weird like more like in between holes that you like, go down so it's like a video like the other day he sent me one and it was like this kid was reincarnated of this pilot that this and, I, and then you like then you're it, you're on google and yeah. you're googling about this thing and i'm like like then, a casual day and here i am sobbing because a little boy gets me his buddy and i'm like nate what are we doing or there's people who like rub food all over themselves oh, you've seen my alternate account <laughs> I, I saw your burner account yep where she the, flops around in jello <laughs> the, the pudding wrestling yes i did <laughs> oh no what well it wasn't pudding or jello but i was a coleslaw wrestling champion uh Stop. what <laughs> back in florida it just happened a baby pool full of coleslaw and she thought she could take me and i'm like i'm six feet tall you're five four you know that tiktok where you see the guy like wrap his arm around her shoulder and then his hand up her crotch and like yeah yeah and they yeah like a baby i picked yeah. her up like that and just threw her on the ground <laughs> the coleslaw was this like at a business or like a family <laughs> barbecue? <laughs> what establishment did this happen yeah, at? <laughs> um, it was at a uh, it was at a, a, a get together. Okay, <laughs> there were people there. A get together where there was there a were. kiddie pool of coleslaw. <laughs> it it may have been a barricaded block party. <laughs> oh, okay. There may have been a lot of people there. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I lost a shoe that day. Mm -hmm. as <laughs> naturally, we do naturally well who are some of your favorite creators so the entire reason that i joined the app was for christine snaps she kills me oh yeah every single time i think that the level of real 
Mm-hmm. And just the way her brain works, I like it so much. Mm. When yeah. she got the cactus, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was definitely on cactus talk. <laughs> yeah. So love her, my very good friend, Pinky. I am pr- very privileged to help um, with some of her writing. So whenever she oh, does her stand up and stuff. I love um, it. We're going to talk to Pinky soon, I think. You know Hopefully. what? When you do talk to her, you should tell her. So um, Natalie said she writes all your stuff. Yes. Yeah. No, we'll be it. like, we'll be like, I'll we already it. have like a little bit behind the scenes. But yeah. you want to talk a little bit more about your writer, Natalie? <laughs> that would die. That hilarious. would be amazing. I can tell you um, like a, a major fangirl moment for me happened recently when um, Ashley Graham. Oh, yeah. Followed- I saw. Yes. Dude, okay. So the real story of that? Yeah. I had been following her and I don't know how it happened that like TikTok just magically unfollows you from people. It's yeah. because it's rude. And we were in Louisiana or Mississippi. We were somewhere for my son's college recruiting trip. Everyone's asleep. I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Scrolling. <laughs> Scrolling. Scrolling. And I see a notification and I'm like, what? And then I click on it and I recorded myself. Like my immediate reaction was, what? Yeah. What? (laughs) Like was having a a panic attack. But then I realized that my screenshot showed that she followed me and that I wasn't following her back. And I was like, okay, can't use the authentic reaction. (laughs) Right. That's rude. Um, (laughs) But I, I don't know why I wish that that, I wish that you could know, like, I wish. Yeah. yeah. But was like, that moment? Why, like, what did they like, see? Oh. What did they? Yeah. What more can I do for you? Yes. Ms. Graham? Yes. yes. I'll be at work at 9am. She only follows like 120 people. I know. And you're one of them. It may have been the one thirst trap. <laughs> I did. <laughs> And it was in one of her bathing suits. Oh, um, I love it. And, and she's like, we love this. Yeah. I think my caption was like, cancer, don't know her. I'm an Aquarius. And <laughs> oh, that, that's was, good. Yeah. It was a very sexy bathing suit. Like the, it laced up the front and mm. like there was all kinds of seepage. <laughs> we love that though. Sexy she's a leaker. But I think that's one of the amazing things about TikTok too, is like, and what other scenario could that happen? Um, zero. Zero. Right. It introduces like, this connection to people that yeah. would not exist otherwise. I'm not going to bump into her at the Walmart Supercenter in Arizona. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. This is my first uh, podcast. Is yeah. it? Oh, did you have fun? It was actually horrendous. I, I don't think I'll ever do it again. Are we We're actually yet? not even going to air this anyway. Yeah, this was just for... <laughs> <laughs> We had an hour to kill. No worries, just for fun. <laughs> well, if I can ask yeah. as a, um, I guess, creator, if yeah. that's what people are referring to us who stumbled onto the internet, I've been trying to ask people this because my husband recently told me, that's not your brand. Don't yeah. do that. That's not your brand. What is my brand? What do I need to keep bringing to the table to continue to be the best creator I can be for those who are watching? What do you guys see? Because you seem to be professionals. 
<laughs> so it's really it's really interesting because we've met with quite a few people now and a lot of people say a lot of the same things and um, they talk about the algorithm and niching down and something like that. And I personally am like allergic to niching down. <laughs> so when I see, when I see your content, I'm like, you have a very there's a few different categories that that you're in, but I think you do them all so well. I love like if you just scroll your your videos in line, it's also differently genius good. So like I don't I don't know if I have like a specific category that I think you should stick with. I I honestly think you're doing like exactly what I'm I enjoy seeing. Okay. Yeah, and I agree with that too. But uh, I mean, I think that your brand is your delivery and yeah. you know the way that you tell a story or convey a message or get your point across, your delivery of of the story that you're telling, I think that is your brand. So you can apply that to life situations and you can apply that to stitching someone else's video that piques your interest or that you have an opinion on. Um, I think having an opinion and, and, and being able to tell that story or, or convey the message is the brand that I see and that I see that cohesiveness in all, in all of these videos or different categories that you, you know, decide to create content around. So yeah, I don't, I don't particularly love when people niche themselves down so far that they're in a hole. For me, that's what I see your brand as. I appreciate that. I, I think that if you were to ask more creators that question, I personally struggled to define what my brand is or whatever. Yeah. And I just wonder if other people are able to do that for themselves. I think it's very one way or the other. I mean, we've talked to people who immediately from day one knew exactly what their brand was and have gone for it. And they've been very successful. We've met up with other people who are like, I have absolutely no idea how I got here. Right. But I'm on the ride and yeah. girl, um, my hair's blowing in the wind. <laughs> and some people, like, some yeah. people stumble upon it about halfway through their journey and then take that road to the right or to the left and some people just remain total fuck ups and do whatever <laughs> you know i did have um a couple weeks back i did have a, um a zoom call with another creator and she's got you know quite a big following when we got on the call we were being silly and joking and laughing and um one of her first questions to me was who's who does your pr and i was like yeah my what <laughs> I don't have a PR person. And she goes, wait, so that's just like, you? you're, you're doing that. And I go, what is everyone else doing? Right. What are you talking about? Yeah. Like you have Ab Abby Jean people? says that a lot. Like what? No, the, I, where's the, where's fun. the textbook on TikTok? But some people immediately, I mean, I have like 150,000. There are people with way less than that. And they have full management teams. This is their full-time job and they're doing it. And I'm like, I did not get the email. I didn't yeah. get the email about the influencer stuff. So if someone could guide me in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like I've even tried to do the research. I'm not finding it, or maybe That's I'm not fair. understanding the whole, this is how you get verified, which I don't know. I think the blue check mark is, might be a bigger problem than it is, uh, good thing. Yeah. But they're like, Oh, you need press. Oh, okay. Let me show you the mountains of press I've had in the past year. Oh, you need to have, you know, multiple viral videos. Okay. Next. Yeah. What do you yeah. got next? Yeah. Um, you need to have people try to imitate you. Okay. 
next. I got that. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are you talking about? And then someone yeah. shared a video this morning about, you just have to ask them. And I'm like, who? Yeah. I saw, that. I saw that one. Yeah. I saw that this morning too. And I was like, I don't think that's how it works. I think you're full of. Yeah. Dookie. Dookie. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there, it, it's very I'm weird. It clean. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't want to get dirty in my bathroom parts. <laughs> there it is. But I think it's interesting it. that some, some people really go into this thing and they have a plan and they execute the plan and they magically have these people in their lives and bing, bang, boom. And then others, you know, they find themselves here and they're like, what do I do? And it's, it's a very scary place. Cause my thoughts are like, you get a management team and then what if the management team totally takes advantage of you and then you're fucked and everything's dead. Yeah, look at Dane Cook. His own brother robbed him right, blind. Oh right. my gosh. Yes. When that came out, I was like, you're joking me. And we all made fun of him for so long. We and- made fun of him. Furthermore, like I'm trying to make money and I now have to hire a PR team and like a manager. And I'm just going to wait for one of my super really good friends yeah. to get one of those people. Yeah. And I'm just going to like. Milk I'm onto the family package. <laughs> right, yeah, I was right. gonna say, ask him for like a, a an affiliate code. Just right? a, just you know, add a line for nine ninety nine. Linked in my bio. <laughs> Natalie, why don't you tell us something that you'd like your your followers or your supporters to take away from hearing you today on the podcast? What I would like my followers to take away from this very fun conversation is it was accidentally on purpose. Pretty much everything is accidentally on purpose. And I'm just spending every day trying to accidentally have something funny happen on purpose so that I can share it with people and bring laughter to myself and accidentally bring it to some others. That's literally the whole point. I don't care if I am making money off of this. I don't need some big brand to want to sponsor me or want me to make commercials for them. That's a lot of pressure. I'd rather stick with the community and just know that I could probably travel anywhere in this whole country and in the UK and Australia because I've got them there and find a friend. Well said. I think that you accomplish that regularly. So as a follower and a fan, thanks so much for coming to chat today. We appreciate you. You you guys are adorable. Very fun. (laughs) So easy to talk to. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening today and supporting the show. Make sure you hit that subscribe button now so you never miss an upload. We're back every Monday with new episodes available wherever you get your favorite podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Also, follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Social Influence Pod for the latest updates on the show and to let us know what influencers you'd like to hear from. Head over to iTunes to rate and review The Influence, a social media podcast, and we'll see you next Monday for another peek behind the upload. Y'all have a blessed day. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. This is the motherfucking new podcast.